This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love, so you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental addition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and we're back. I mean, Bravo Friday, it feels good. I I always say this every single week, you know, the Bravo world, it never stops. It doesn't sleep. I wake up. Sometimes people are getting divorced. They're getting married. They're engaged. They're breaking up. They're having a baby. I don't know what's going on. They're, I mean, the news this week is people are suing people, but we'll get to that. But all roads lead back to Bravo, and that proved earlier this week on my Instagram because I get, like, weirdly obsessed with random things. Like, I don't know what prompted me to watch Nicola Peltz's Vogue Beauty YouTube because, first of all, I love the Vogue Beauty YouTubes um, that they do with, like, celebrities because these people live on a different fucking planet than us. Like, the way that they apply their – moisturizer is like, what? It's crazy. It's just like everything about them. I just, they call me because they are so not rooted in reality. And it's, I love it so much. So then I became like deep down this wormhole of like her dating Brooklyn Beckham. And then I got on his chef channel that he has for Vogue. A lot of people were asking me where they can watch his his cooking channel. It's on Vogue. Um, It's YouTube. And I, he's not a cook. Like he's not even a sh- like he's not a chef. He's not a cook. He, uh, this man, no, 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 no. I, they gave him the show because obviously his parents are the Beckhams, which are, I mean, obviously huge superstars. Because this man cannot, he cannot cook. But it was really interesting. And then I discovered people were telling me that she, Nicole, Nicola, who's now married to Brooklyn dated Anwar Hadid. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Like, how random. And obviously, I mean, if you don't know who Anwar Hadid is and you listen to this podcast, I question you. Anwar Hadid is obviously Yolanda's son, Gigi, and Bella's brother, who also dated Dua Lipa. So, I mean, he's good for him. 
Let's just get into the Bravo news because, I mean, we have some pretty big things going on. Um, Yesterday, it's painful to talk about, uh, NeNe Leakes, the star of Real Houses of Atlanta, my, I've always said she is like the, she is a real housewife. Like she is the real housewife. I say this all the time. She's, she's just everything. She gave us so much. Um, I'm making it sound like she died. She didn't die, but she is suing NBC Universal. She's suing Bravo. She's suing the production companies, True Entertainment and Truly Original. And she's also suing Andy Cohen. So this doesn't come as a huge shock to me, just given the relationship that she's kind of, that we've watched kind of deteriorate between her and Andy and her and Bravo. I mean, it's just, it hasn't been a very good relationship the last couple of years. She talks a lot on Twitter about it and then still wants to come back to the show, which is really confusing. It's it's really, um, it's just upsetting because it just feels like a big, um, feels like a weird, just a weird thing to do. And I mean, she's, so the suit says that NBC Bravo and True foster a corporate and workplace culture in which racially insensitive and inappropriate behavior is tolerated, if not encouraged. And she complained for years about racist remarks from fellow housewife Kim Solziak-Bierman and that only NeNe Leakes suffered the consequences. Well, okay, we'll unpack in a minute. And then Fox 5 reports that the suit says that leaks complaints to the executives overseeing the show say they did not terminate their relationship with Zolciak Bierman nor take any other meaningful action to put an end to her racially offensive behavior and if anything rewarded her by giving her own spinoff show. So obviously we know that Kim Zolciak left Real Houses of Atlanta, I feel like season four maybe? Season four, season five, I can't fully remember. I should know this. And then got her own show, Don't Be Tardy for the Party, which followed like her wedding, uh, which, I mean, Nini had her own wedding spinoff. Uh, Candy, I believe, had her own wedding spinoff. Like, the Bravo does this, but I think Kim at the time, the ratings did really, really well because Kim, her and Nini definitely had a frenemy type of situation. But what's so confusing to me about this is that, like, her and Kim have be- stayed friendly over the years. So this is, like, this feels strange to me. I don't know. Something about it just isn't, like, really sitting right with me, considering the fact she was just on The Real recently and said that she would be willing to come back to the show. And it's like, What? Nini also had like amazing opportunities because of the show. And Nini also has done some questionable things herself. Like she, I mean, if you guys remember in the one season, she, I mean, we didn't see the footage of it. Well, we did actually. So I'm going to talk about it. I was going to say this is all alleged, but there is footage of it, of her like grabbing a cameraman and pulling him. I mean, one point, I believe he had to go to the dentist, like he lost a tooth. Like, you know, she's made countless remarks as well. I know people online are talking about how she called Claudia Jordan a half-breed at one point. Like, like it, so this whole thing, it just feels so like, I'm just like, Nini, what the fuck? Like now she's like really burning that bridge with them. And that just like disappoints me 
And it because her and Andy also had like such a good relationship for so many years. Like Nene Leakes was the guest that returned the most to the clubhouse. He loved her. And so this whole thing, it's just like it doesn't something it just isn't right about it. And I I can get shit for that. I don't care. It's just my opinion. I mean, take it for what you want. It just, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of bums me out the whole situation. Andy, like, didn't address it last night. I watched what happens live. I feel like maybe he can't because of the lawsuit. I don't know how they're going to settle this. Like, I don't know, like, what exactly she expects to, like, get out of it. I don't know. Like, it's kind of confusing. I don't know. Guys, what are your thoughts? Let me know. Because this is, uh, it's just, I'm just disappointed in the whole situation. Because I, I love Nini. She's so fucking funny. She is, I mean, she is the real housewife, you know? So I'm just like, this just feels like it's coming at a weird time, considering everything that, like, she wanted to come back, like, a few weeks. So I'm just like, what which is it? Like, what? I don't know. And it's not like she didn't get other opportunities from the show either. Like, let's be clear. Like, just because she didn't get her own spinoff, like, okay. And? Like, you also were on Ryan Murphy's show. She was in Cinderella on Broadway. Like, she did that. Like, she's got a ton of opportunities. I'm just like, I don't know. It's just... And to not, like, sue Kim... I'm like, but she's the one that said and did all these things. But then Dave Quinn posted on Twitter yesterday a good point. He was like, this starts to, like, you start to ask the question, like, do producers and everybody get involved when things like this happen or, like, when they're filming, you know, and people say certain things or do certain things? Or do they simply just film it and capture it and then let us be? Like, what's their role? Who knows? Because reality television is supposed to be just cameras go up and that's what we see is what we see, right? So I I don't know. Anyways, let's just leave that at that. We will definitely be watching just to see what's going on with all of this. This could be interesting. Larsa Pippen of Real Houses of Miami, of course, was seen with Scott Disick, which is shocking because her and Kim, like, I don't think that they're like enemies by any means but i definitely know that larsa had like a falling out with i definitely know that larsa had a falling out with the family so to see her and scott hang out together i'm just like if scott fucking disick gets on real houses of miami i'll scream i just like i've had it with him i fucking had it with him he just is such a little leech and all he wants to do is be on tv and that's just the truth i mean The man was allegedly sliding in DMs of other reality stars to try to get on their shows. It's rumors that I've heard. You know, he tried his own show, Flipping Disick, or whatever the fuck that was. I'm just like, and I'm over the whining and the complaining by Scott of like, the Kardashians are my only family. They're my only family. Well, then stop treating them like fucking shit. Stop DMing Courtney's ex-boyfriend about, oh my God, can you believe her and Travis are all over each other? Yeah, they are, because Travis actually treats her like, she deserves to be treated. And he had 10 years to fucking do that and he never did. So fuck off. I'm so sick of Scott. Like he had his moment in the sun, but I'm ready to put him out to pasture. I just can't take it anymore. This fucking whining, bullshit, pouting baby. Like figure your fucking life out. And what I found so disgusting was last week, 
on the premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, or excuse me, the Kardashians on Hulu. He was talking to Chloe and literally admitted, like, I only date young girls because they don't challenge me. And it can never be like a serious thing. And Chloe's like, okay, well, then like, stop doing that. Like, what? And then he brings a 25 year old to the premiere. It's like, what? Scott, like, he's so, like, to admit that is so, I mean, we all knew it to be true, but to admit it and like to still continue to do it and also treat these young girls like they're fucking objects is made me sick. Made me sick. Also, congrats to Sophia Richie on her recent engagement. So, shout out to her. Hopefully, Amelia starts a serious relationship because he is like the good luck chuck, seems. Everyone who dates Scott ends up getting engaged after or married. Okay, big news. Big, juicy fucking news, you guys. I, when I saw this, I was so excited for our girl, Ashley Darby. Ashley motherfucking Darby filed for separation. Let's celebrate. Let's cheers. Let's, oh. Thank God. Thank you, God. I know it's not full divorce, right? Separation isn't divorce. I don't know. Either way, she's dumping the worm. And I'm beyond thrilled. I'm ready for single Ashley. And the fact that she did this while they're filming. She's a goddamn professional. I understand that like people have their issues with her. I do. I mean, I'm a Candace girl. Like, I get it. But Ashley Darby is like, she knows how to play the fucking game. She played the long game. She got those two kids. She's getting child support. She's going to get half of what he got because she renegotiated her prenup. She doesn't have a prenup, actually. She extended it, remember, on camera. Um, She's also said in several confessionals, like, made jokes about, like, you know, not doing this for nothing. Like, she said these things. So I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. And, you know, there, this is coming kind of out of the um, – there were rumors about him being seen at strip clubs and out with young girls and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know, Michael. That's what you do. But um, I'm glad – and Ashley, I mean, you saw it last season. Like, she was like, this isn't cool. We did have, an like, um, an arrangement, let's say, when they were – before they had kids that they, you know – I want to say they had an open relationship, but maybe not fully. Maybe it was like it was like they communicated about it at least. Um, I don't know for sure. But she was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I'm a mom. I, that it's changed how I view relationships and marriage. And she's like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. So if he got caught doing it again, I don't think. I don't. I mean, look, they're fil- she filed for separation. And now she's posting like thirst traps. And I'm like, thank God, Ashley, because you are way too hot. The fact that this woman ever was with him and we were supposed to believe that they were like mad, like she was like madly in love with him is fucking crazy. Like delusional. This man is worth like over $20 million. You know, Mama Sheila's thrilled. You know, Mama Sheila, when she got that call, she was dancing in the streets. She was like, thank God, you know that her uncle, Uncle Lump, I believe is his name. I always want to call him Bud because, but that is the name that Phaedra's, that is the name of the man (laughs) that came to Phaedra in Apollo's house on that little motorcycle, (laughs) on that little motorized bicycle a few seasons ago. (laughs) 
So I I don't know why I want to call Uncle Lump. I want to call him Bud. For, I don't know. It's really weird of me. But I'm just excited. I'm excited to see Ashley single. I'm excited to see all of the women like kind of reacting to it. Like, you know, when they get the news alert, when they get the page six alert, like Ashley Darby files for separation. Like I'm ready. And I'm also ready for like, because there are rumors going around right now that Giselle is allegedly kind of gunning for um, Candace and her husband. But these are just rumors. So take that for what you want. So I'm kind of happy that like something is like, like, let's take the heat off Candace like for one season, please. Like this woman has been through enough on this show. Granted, she does a lot herself. I'm not going to pretend that she doesn't, but come on. Like I'm ready for a season to like, let's shift gears here. Also, is Robin ever going to get married to Juan? I, I have a theory about this. I don't think Robin wants to marry Juan personally. I don't think so. She seems a very like emotionally like shut down with him. Um, it just feels like if it's going to happen, it would have happened by now. I don't know. I just have thoughts about that. I also don't really fuck with Juan. Granted, he is one of the most beautiful men on television, period. He's just not for me, personality-wise. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love, and the harm to you too. Learn more at undo.org. So today we're going to get into Real Housewives of New Jersey and Real Housewives of Orange County Reunion. Of course, I did cover Summer House on the episode that came out on Tuesday. So go listen to that if you haven't. Um, If you haven't, then we're fighting. And um, yeah, so let's get into New Jersey. Before I really start, I just have to state the obvious. I just want to get this out of the way. Ban the singing. Ban the singing. Throw it in the garbage. Ask a ban, as Chris Lewis says. Get it the fuck off my screen. I hate this. I I have a hard time with like Real Housewives tropes in general, but I would much rather watch like a psychic, an escape room. I want to see that. I guys, personally, I love a psychic. I love a psychic in real life. I love a psychic on shows. I don't fuck with Tyler Henry, the medium. He freaks me the fuck out. I just, there's something, something not right there. And yeah, I just, no, no, no. Any, no, we don't have to get into that. I won't get, no, it's too mean. So I love a psychic. So I would much rather these women like go to a psychic. Like I imagine Teresa Judice going to a psychic. Oh boy. I would love to see what the stars have written for her because this woman is, whew, she's bad shit. So to see the all of these people, minus Louis and Teresa, 
standing around what seems to be the largest kitchen island in America. Guys, let's talk about the kitchen island. That kitchen island, it it's bigger than my apartment. It was so fucking big. And it made me think like, first of all, I did discuss how much I hate this house earlier this week. That kitchen island, I... I found it to be so disgusting. It reminded me of something that would be in like Heather DeBro's house. And I, I mean, hot take, I Heather DeBro's house is not for me. It's just not my energy. It's not my vibe. But that kitchen island, I mean, the uh, you it's like it was like the last supper style table. Like it's that big. So they're all standing around, they're all kind of rehashing what happened the night before, obviously, with Teresa throwing an entire table of dinnerware at Margaret. And Joe's kind of like, listen, we got to just lay off. We got to stop. Melissa's like over it. Melissa in her mind is like, this is crazy. I think Melissa is like one of those people that like, she's she's been on this show for so long that she's, but she's still, I think, like pretty grounded in reality. And because I mean, if you think about like her, her parent, like her mom has never really been on the show. I mean, she has, and I really enjoy her mom, but like she, she's just kind of like seeing this in a different way than Joe is. Like, cause Joe's thinking, this is my sister. I have to defend her, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Melissa's like, I'm over it. I'm over it. She's so fucking sick of like having to blindly defend Teresa and gets she gets nothing in return. This is not a two-way street. This is literally Melissa constantly having to kiss Teresa's ass. And it, here's the thing. What really annoys me about Teresa, I mean, the list is long, is that you you can't even like say, listen, Teresa, you were wrong for this. I understand where you might have been coming from, but you were still wrong without her losing her fucking mind. And that's not fair. And Jackie made a really good point a little later on the episode when she said, I hate that Teresa controls the temperature of the whole night. And that is a hundred percent fucking true. I hate that in a reality show. I hate that and in any franchise, like when one person is so like the nucleus, not even the nucleus, but just like the the main cause of like the drama and she controls everything, that shit gets old, especially when there's no movement on either side. And I think Margaret would be open to maybe that, maybe doing that. But Teresa, it's only on Teresa's terms and that's not fair. And so Melissa on Watch What Happens Live earlier in the week said, she's like, yeah, Teresa and I have not spoken since the reunion. And I'm glad that she said that because it really showed me like Melissa's fucking done. She has like had it. She's had it. And I 100% support that. I understand that Melissa maybe hasn't, you know, done all of the right things, but either has Teresa so, like, I don't understand the Teresa fandom online, especially. They infuriate me because you can have a favorite housewife. This is like my PSA. <laughs> this and Glam Squads is this is it. You can have a favorite. You can have a housewife that you just like love, but you also have to be able to acknowledge when that person is wrong. And how Teresa fans cannot and they will not do that. And it 
so angers me to like my core. I am someone who likes Candace Dillard, okay? I like Candace, but I'm the first one to be like, yeah, Candace kind of fucks up sometimes. 100%. Bethany Frankel, hello, fucking up left and right. Dorinda Medley, fucking up left and right. I mean, hello, like, it's just the facts. Like, you can like someone and still acknowledge that they're wrong. But these people, like, they they cannot wrap their minds around it. And then they're so fucking nasty about the other women. You can love Teresa, but to post photos of, like, Margaret and call her trout mouth and, like, this fucking gross bullshit and then want Danielle stop back, like, what is wrong? I don't understand what is wrong with everybody. I genuinely feel like I am watching a different show than the rest of the fucking world. Please slide into my DMs and let me know if you disagree or agree with me because I'm at a loss. It's mind-blowing. And Teresa, like, she just is so fucking dumb. She's a big old dummy. And Dolores, trying to have logic with her and try to, like, explain to her, listen, when you start to get upset, you need to take a beat and you need to, like, think about it, calm yourself, collect yourself. And Dolores is like, it's not easy for me to do that, but you have to do that because you have to be, like, a human being. Teresa, that literally went in one ear and out the other. I don't even think it went in her ear. I think it just like left Dolores's lips and just floated away. I don't even think Teresa heard it. Teresa was too busy just like looking at boots. I don't know. And because the problem is Teresa doesn't think anything is wrong with her behavior. That's just it. She really doesn't care. She doesn't think anything's wrong. She knows it's, you know, quote unquote, her show. I'm just over it. I think when a housewife gets like, too big for the show or they they become like the show it just kind of takes all the fun out of it for me and i mean you know i have to remind everybody because people online were like jackie said this about liposuction years ago she tweeted you know whatever okay well jackie was definitely projecting her own food issues onto another woman and that isn't right jackie also apologized for that and she also apologized for the nose comment with jennifer because she's like that wasn't nice of me So it's like, where is that energy with Teresa when she makes comments about sexual assault? What about that? Silence? Silence? It's infuriating to me. Like, this woman is a mother of four daughters, and she literally said to Margaret and Jackie, who were victims of sexual harassment and assault at the reunion last year, that that just, like, would never happen to her because she just wouldn't let it happen. Go fuck yourself, seriously. And then her comments at dinner about Margaret eating dinner or whatever, grow the fuck up. Like, it, she just is so nasty to me. And the way that people just blindly defend her, I think almost makes it worse. Like, it, it makes it so much worse. And to make comments about this woman eating dinner, which we all do and should, in front of someone like Jackie is insane. Like, it, she is so fucking delusional. She's in her own fucking head. I can't stand it anymore. I Listen, I like Teresa. I think I understand what she has gone through. I think she's the strongest woman in the world, that personally. The things that this woman has gone through, the fact that she did a reunion two days after getting her appendix taken out is nuts. Absolutely fucking nuts. She looked beautiful, by the way. The jumpsuit with the glass mirrors all over it. I don't know. Beautiful. But I there's no growth, there's no like, there's nothing. And the fact Louie just sits there and just like lets her talk to people like this and behave this way is absolutely fucking crazy. Just saying. 
And the apology thing was so lame. And I mean, she gave this apology and then quickly said, well, it wasn't to Margaret. It's like, well, what? Like, it's just, it's just, it gets old, you know? And I can't wait for the reunion. It's going to be so good. I heard it's explosive. I mean, (laughs) there's that video. You guys know I love when housewives smoke cigarettes. I really, I love when anyone smokes a cigarette. I don't smoke, but I love when other people do it because it's just like, People who vape, I'm just like, smoke a cigarette. Just smoke one cigarette a day. Like, the vape thing, I just can't understand it. Like, I I probably lost a bunch of listeners by saying that because everyone vapes. But, like, the when I see people who lose their vape and they're, like, looking for it, I'm like, that is so embarrassing. Like, you are literally looking for, like, a USB stick right now to suck on, like, a baby fucking bottle. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, it just reminds me of, like, an adult pacifier. It's just, like, go outside and smoke a cigarette and grow the fuck up. But there is footage of Teresa leaving the reunion and just starts lighting up a cigarette. And that made me laugh because it's, like, it must have been a long day. It must have been stressful. I guess everybody goes at it with each other. Everybody fights with each other. I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. And, I mean, because there's so much to discuss. Like, I mean, we still have the Bill. Andy, I guess, talks to Bill, puts him in the hot seat. Jen said that, she goes, it's safe to say that we all go at it. And there was a point where we were all screaming at once and Andy Cohen had to, like, scold them and told them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, which I love when Andy does. I I love when Andy yells or gets, like, pissy. Like, I love when he gets just visibly annoyed with people, especially on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, my God. When he gets annoyed when callers, like, you know what it is? I don't even think he gets annoyed. He gets, like, impatient. Like, he just loses all patience, and he's just like, what the fuck? Like, just ask the question. We are on live television. Let's go. Like, it just, ah, brings me so much joy. I'm excited to see next week, because, again, they have have another roundtable at this uh, kitchen island. (laughs) This insane kitchen island. Um, And, oh, the boys getting drunk, like, People are saying like they're over the house husbands or over. Listen, I needed that. I needed a little bit of a giggle. I needed to see the boys kind of come together. And like Joe, he said he's like, I like Louis. Like Louis really, really loves my sister. And I mean, I I a hundred percent stand by what Dolores said earlier in the episode when she was like, she was married to someone who was fucking horrible to her. She said, never a nice word, never a nice touch, like nothing. Which also was like, Teresa made us believe that they were like so in love, but it was like clear that they were a mess. He was so fucking mean to her. And so to see Louie like love her, support her, seem to really care about her, does nice things for her. Like, let's just let it be. I do. I do agree with that part. Like, we got to let it go. This whole Louie thing with the video, like we got to move on because we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to get anywhere. Let's talk about something else. But then, you know, but then I see, I say that and then I immediately flip back because I'm like, no, we're on a reality show. We should be allowed, they should be allowed to ask whatever they want, talk about whatever they want. You know, poor Tracy, poor Tracy and Tiki there. They're not coming back. I don't think. I'm just going to say that right now. They're very uh, boring. I, did Tiki not go to the boys, the boys day? I don't remember if he did or not. I got a little confused. Um, I don't think he did, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like outside, like reading on a bench, like get fucking involved. And to quote Lindsay Hubbard on Summer House, participate, participate and have fun. 
That's what she told Alex, which she's not wrong about that. That man is a dud. Oh, speaking of Summer House, I do just I do just want to quickly say this. I'm not going to really recap it because I already did, but I do just have a thought. We got to we got to let some people go. We got to let some people go on that show. It's just the truth. I, I, like Luke is so hot, but what the fuck does he bring to the table? What does he bring to the table? He couldn't even hold people's attention at the table and they haven't seen him in like two weeks. Like, what does that tell you? He is very long-winded. I will. I've had a discussion with him on the phone before. He's a, wow, that, yeah, that conversation. Um, nice guy. Very nice. Um, he, he just takes himself really, really serious. You can read that interview on the dip, actually. Like, I was reading the transcript of this interview, and I, I mean, I said four words. Like, it was literally like paragraphs because he just was talking. He was just chit-chatting, talking. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Um, he's got to go. Alex has got to go. I mean, Maya, sweet girl, she's got to go. I, I'm just not interested. Sierra needs to step her pussy up if she wants to like keep on the show. Like I, I think Andy loves her because she's so beautiful, and it's like she is. But like, what does she really do? I mean, she did okay. She did throw the glass at Danielle, and that was like good television. But um, other than that, like she's just kind of sleepy. Um, obviously Paige and Craig. Craig, I I can picture Craig becoming full time on Summer House, guys, and that's just facts. Like I hate to be the bearer of bad news for those Craig haters. But I can picture him being full-time on Summer House, which is, I go back and forth. Like, why not? He is dating Paige. Like, you know, I would love to see that relationship under a microscope. Amanda and Kyle, obviously. Carl and Lindsay. Uh, but yeah, Alex, Luke, and Maya, they got to get out. They got to get out. I want people who have fun. I want people who fucking participate. I want people that when they say, let's go to the bar, they go. And listen, I'm not one of those people. I am someone that stays in the fucking house all the time. I don't really like going out. I'm not a partier, but I'm not watching me. Guys, I'm watching reality television. I don't act anything like the people I watch on TV. That is why I watch them. Period. So, I, like, I don't want to see people eating, you know, ordering Uber Eats. I'm like, oh, God, that's me. Like, I don't need to see that. It's kind of like with Gina and OC. See that flawless transition? See that transition? Okay. Yeah, because I already covered Summer House, but I just had to like kind of make like a casting request if anybody from Bravo is listening. Get rid of them. Get rid of those people, those duds, those flops. Thank you. Unless unless they bring it to the reunion some way, somehow, I, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. I would love to see Andrea back. Andrea better come back. I he is a reality fucking star. He belongs on TV. He belongs on in print. He belongs in newspapers, magazines, online publications. Get him everywhere. We need this man booked and fucking busy because I love him. Okay, let's get into the Real Houses of Orange County reunion. I love a reunion, you guys. Like. I rewatch reunions sometimes. Like, I don't even watch seasons. Like, I'll just go back and rewatch the reunions for things because I just think they're so fascinating. It's like when everything gets like laid out on the fucking table they're, or the New Jersey Kitchen Island, everyone is just ready to go. 
Like some of my favorite unions, I live for the Vanderpump Rules reunions because these people are messy boots, messy boots. Uh, I Oh, speaking of messy boots, I live for a Married to Medicine reunion, specifically season five. Andy said that that was one of the most heartfelt reunions he's ever done. Everyone go watch Married to Medicine because the premiere should be coming in July, allegedly. And what else? Oh, I love the Brooks Vicky reunions. Like any of those ones are really good, especially the cancer one because she is on so much Xanax. <laughs> Andy at one point like looks at her and is like, are, are you okay? <laughs> like you seem real subdued. <laughs> She's like, took a Xanax. He's like, how many? <laughs> like it's nuts. You know what reunions I'm not a fan of actually? I'm not a fan of New York reunions because I feel like they pretty much are so upfront with one another while they film about how they feel about things. That's like, I don't really need to like watch them rehash this all over again. I mean, the season 10 reunion where Carol and Bethany go at it is good. I love a Potomac reunion. I mean, the one with the binder, the binder. I want to know what else was in that binder. I know that she was doing like binder bedtime stories. I'm not fucking watching that. I'm not giving her no, 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 no. So I was really excited that we finally got to the reunion because I feel like, you know, there is things to discuss. I'm glad. I mean, I said this earlier. I'm glad that they're just doing a two-parter. Like, it's just sweet and easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like, I, I don't need any much more. I don't need more than that. Like, I would be furious if they stretch this out to three. I would lose my fucking mind. I would march my ass to Bravo headquarters and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Do you guys not have your ears to the ground? Do you not know that people want the season over with? Ugh. But I mean, hot take. I enjoyed the season. I thought, I don't think every housewife season has to have like a lawsuit and fraud and you know, I no. I want to watch these women have relationships with one another, relationships with their husbands, their family, their kids. That's what I want to fucking see. So I was happy with it. I do think the cast should stay the same, but add Tamara. Maybe I mean, honestly, bring Vicky Gumbleson back. Hot take. I kind of miss my Vicky. Even as like a friend of, I would just like to like drop in with her. You know, like maybe like just peek in and see what's going on. I miss her house. I will say, Christian Grace Snow posted like a video montage of her grotto and <laughs> just really made me laugh the other day. Yeah, wow. So let's just start. Let's go, let's go around the couches here. Okay. I'm gonna start with Dr. Jen because oh, is she on the show? Is she a part of the show? Like, I mean, it's really bizarre. Like they're they basically, Alex walked her. Like, they cut her out. And they were like, nope. And it's uh, like, she really had nothing to say. She had nothing to add in. I enjoyed her storyline of her and her husband hating each other a lot. And uh, because Ryan, like the orange Ryan, is a monster. And he has no respect for his wife, period. And I find that to be deplorable because she's a doctor. She's a bad bitch. She also looks beautiful. I think the work that she gets done is really good, actually. So I would trust her to do any work I ever decide to get done, which, guys, I do think I need to get filler in my forehead because it's I have a wrinkle in the middle of it that's like, it makes my forehead look like a butt. I did talk about this on my Instagram Live the other day, and then someone on my Instagram Live said, why is your one eye lower than the other? I've thought about it every single day since. So just saying. 
So Dr. Jen, I just, I, I just wish that maybe she was like a little bit more honest about the state of her relationship because it's pretty clear where it's headed. And I kind of wish that she would just be like, yeah, I'm selling the house because Ryan and I are, things aren't going well. Something like that. Make it interesting. Step it up a little bit. And then we got Gina and her little crop top genie pants. And I thought her makeup looked flawless. I loved the glitter. Like, I'm not a big glitter girl, but maybe I could be. And I loved it. And June Diane Raphael on Watch What Happens Live last night was like, I've never seen a barrette placed where that barrette was placed along the hairline. And I was like, June, that is accurate. Uh, but I thought Gina looked beautiful. Too bad. Her personality fucking sucks sometimes. But I mean, that's the name of the game. And with Gina, I do think, I mean, her journey has been a doozy. Let's talk about it. Her journey on Housewives, like we've seen ups, we've seen downs. We, I mean, I, I'm so glad Andy gave her her due and her flowers for, you know, doing the the victim impact statement with her ex husband Matt. I thought that that was really important, and she's so strong for doing that. And then the fact that they were, she's able to say like, I need to say those things, and Matt needed to hear them. And now we're working on our relationship, and. You know, we're able to to be parents together, you know, and she's with Travis now and he seems like a great guy. And, you know, I love I find Gina to be when it comes to herself and her life story, she's very honest. And I have always applauded her for that. I I mean, the fact that she can be like, listen, it was really it, it wasn't easy to get Travis and Matt together in the same room. And, you know, because I, I can't imagine wanting to be in the same room as someone who, you know, had domestic battery charges against the person that I'm in a relationship with. I wouldn't really want to do that. I would be like, I don't want to spend time with this person. They are, you know, they did horrible things. But he put that aside, worked on it. They, you know, I I enjoy that a lot. But when it comes to Gina's strange attempt at a takedown of Shannon Bedore, I'm just like, why the fuck are all these women on Shannon's ass? I don't get it. Like, I, I'm literally watching it just like, what is going on? They all just like expect the worst of her. And they just think that Shannon is like this master manipulator. And it's like, well, you all kind of are. You're all on a show. Like, yeah, you all kind of twist things, bring things up on camera, don't bring things up, not on camera. Like, you're all doing these things for a reason. I don't understand, like, why Shannon's the only one that's, like, getting shit for it. When Heather Dubrow gave her a really bad, like, rehearsed, you know, monologue about threatening her children. Like, what the fuck was that? I didn't need to rewatch that twice, by the way. I'm just like, what are we doing? Why are we so set on Shannon being the bad guy? And I need Emily to shut the fuck up. When Shannon is speaking, I need Emily and Gina to sit there and listen to her. Seriously. I think people look at Shannon, I think she was treated this way in her marriage as well, like a fucking punching bag. Because I think Shannon is such a people pleaser and she wants everyone to be happy. And she just like, she just will say and do anything to make people in her life happy. I think people treat her like shit. And that's really upsetting. And I wasn't even like a big Shannon fan because, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think I am a Shannon. And that's just the truth. And uh, 
But I felt so bad for her. Like she's sitting here and she's like, what? What is going on? And she's like, can you guys let me speak? For real, like shut up. But I do enjoy when Emily activates her lawyer senses, you know, like her spidey senses. Like I really love when she starts talking about jurisdiction and stuff. Like I get, I get like a high. I'm like, ooh, yes, Emily. What the fuck is Emily wearing? Speaking of, she is so beautiful. Okay, let's talk about Emily really quick. She is so fucking beautiful. She looked great all season. Not a miss. Okay. Very rare for her. This dress was awful. It was like aquamarine, flowy cerulean blue, flowery shoulders, a slit up to her puss. She's got her titties hanging out. I'm just like, listen, you're hot, but this dress is disgusting. And whoever put you in it hates you. Truly. They do not want the best for you and you need to fire them because she is so beautiful and she's with that Guys, her and Shane are just, I love Emily so much. And it's like, why are you with this goblin? Why? And I find it, and listen, I, I find this really interesting is that she's not religious at all. And she's with someone who is Mormon. This isn't like a non-denominational type of guy, like who's just like, yeah, I believe in a higher power. This is a Mormon. Okay. He has a daughter that's like doing mission trips. And now her daughter, Annabelle, who's so fucking cute. I'm obsessed with baby Annabelle. I think Annabelle is so cute. She looks like a little, she looks like a kid that should be in like a gap ad. Like she's adorable, is becoming Mormon too. And I'm like, I would have an issue with that if I was a mother because I'm not religious like at all. And I'm like, if my kid looked at me, first of all, I don't think I could never marry someone who was. And personally, I don't think someone would want to marry me. Like if someone was super religious, if they were fucking Mormon, I don't think they would even like take me on a date. They'd be like, this woman is a heathen. She deserves to like rot. Like seriously. So I'm just like, I don't know. It's just, that would be hard for me, I think, because like, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, we all have our own journeys in life. I mean, if that's if you are a believer, good for you. Beautiful. I think, listen, I think it's great. Anyways, Emily, her and Shane aren't going to last, right? They're not going to make it, I don't think. That's just my truth. That's just my truth. And when she started to get choked up about her dad, I thought that that was a real, real moment. And I enjoyed that because like she said, she was like, he's not a bad guy. Like he's super cool. We just like, he missed out on big parts of my life. And so I do think she needs to like reconcile with that, have it, you know, they need to talk. And I mean, he watches the show and Andy was even like really moved by that. Like he wants to be a part of her life in some way. So I, I hope we see him. He also looked like a little cutie. He looked like a fun guy. Like he looked like that's where Emily gets her fun side from. And then Noella. Noella, Noella, Noella. My girl. My chaotic queen. She is so chaotic. And I can't get a fuck enough of it. I can't get enough of it. The way that this woman speaks, like I just, my ears perk up. I'm just like immediately like, oh, what's she going to say? When she said that her and Sweet James met on Seeking Arrangement, I was like, I applaud her for her fucking honesty. 
Like, good for you. And the judgment in all of these women's eyes, are you guys fucking kidding me? Okay, let's talk about that. Because, Emily, your husband basically proposed over Gchat. Gina, you were married to a monster. Heather, you and Terry are like a business partner couple. Jen and Ryan, I mean, must we go there? And Shannon got out of her situation, so I applaud that. Why are we judging Noella for going on seeking arrangement? Why? In this economy, I hope everybody goes on seeking arrangement. I hope every woman out there gets what they fucking want and gets a a rich old guy and lives their fucking life. And Noella was like, yeah, guys, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, grow up. And hmm, now she's dating this guy, Bobby. Bobby looks... It was a shock to see him. And that he bought her for Christmas. He bought her a business. He bought her a sex toy business called Playland. Now, wow. That is like some Kanye Kim shit, but like very low budget in my opinion. Because remember Kanye gave Kim like stakes in his easy company or something. And it was like, the it was like meant so much to her. That's what that was, but with like sex toys. And I'm just like, you do you. And just the, the, for me, it's how she gets these women so wound up by just simply just like, saying, yeah, I went on seeking arrangement. Like th- she gets them so upset. And I do think it's funny that she did try to say like, if sweet James said that he didn't want me to be to the show, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Fucking right. You have been trying to be on the show for years, ma'am. She befriended Vicky. She befriended Bronwyn. Like she's been trying to like get on the show. She's been, she's been like a little hawk circling, you know, the bunny rabbit, like trying to get it. And she got it. And her husband left her and filed in Puerto Rico. I didn't really follow that whole thing. I got to be honest. I kind of tuned out because I don't care. I just don't care. I do not care that where Sweet James filed. I don't care if Sweet James filed in Philadelphia. It doesn't matter to me. It is what it is. As long as they are able to put their shit aside, raise their kid, work on, you know, that, that's great. Let her be. Let her be. Let her date this Bobby character. I just don't think Noel has a great like taste in partners. And this is coming from me, who also doesn't. But yeah, this Heather Shannon situation. I'm see, I kind of like built up to like the big, the big dogs. I think if they just would chill the fuck out, they could be friends. I think that they would be a force. But that's not the case. And when Heather brought up the fact that Everyone knew that David was cheating on Shannon. She is punching down. And I think that that is my fucking issue with this. Because Shannon's like looking at her, tears in her eyes. Like I've been through hell with my ex-husband. She is a single mom. She has her kids 100% of the time. She doesn't talk to David. It's like that is devastating. Because like this man already did too much. Like he hurt her so bad. And it's like to have three kids and like not talk to the father of those kids just even about them is so shitty to me. And I just felt I just felt so bad for her. And for Heather to like talk about that, I'm just like, what are you fucking doing? And I personally, I said this in the beginning, I don't think Shannon like really meant for shit to be brought up on camera about this Nicole James, Nicole Weiss person. Like, 
I mean, it was funny when they did the side by side of what she used to look like and what she looks like now. Because she does look like a different person. <laughs> she 100% does. And Shannon was like, I thought you guys like worked it out. I mean, if you guys are friends for eight years, I figured like this was just a thing that you guys have already discussed. Clearly they didn't. Yeah, I think some shit really went down when Heather found that out in the house. I stand with Noella on that. I feel like Noella wouldn't just like say that to say that. I feel like something has something happened. Like Heather lost her goddamn mind. But next week will be the conclusion to the reunion. I can't wait for that. Also, next week is the finale of Real Houses of New Jersey, which then we get the, the trailer for the reunion, which I can't wait for. And then, you guys, we're going to get Atlanta soon. We're going to get Beverly Hills. We're going to get Married to Medicine. We're going to get Southern Charm. Like, we're going to be eating fucking good this spring and summer. You wait. You watch. It's going to be amazing. And thank you guys so much for listening. As always, it feels so good to be back. My voice is a little bit better than before. So hopefully, you know, if you do rate, review, and subscribe, you talk about my beautiful voice. And rate me like five stars, obviously. Also, make sure you check out thedip.com. We are running a sale right now. You can use code SALSA. S-A-L-S-A at thedipgut.com for 75% off your subscription, which is amazing. You will be supporting a female-founded business, media company, empire, if you will. So make sure you check that out. Follow me at Bravo Historian and tell your friends to listen. And I will see you guys all next week. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Big tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org.